It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it. Lazard, gonna go. Touchdown. Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time for the Jets-Bills pregame report. The Jets and Bills doing battle tonight at MetLife Stadium. There is a ton of anticipation in the air. And so to talk about it, I've got my friend Andy Vasquez who covers the Jets for NJ.com. Andy, this has to be the most anticipated season opener since you've been covering the team in 2016, right? Yeah, and I would say uh, it's the most anticipated one since 2011. On the 10-year anniversary of 9-11, I was at that game uh, writing a, a side story about the Jets. And, uh, you know, I think that was a very interesting and intense night. I think this will be even more interesting and intense um, than that game against the Cowboys. I think it's going to be really quite a scene with the crowd and and – you know, the only other one since I've been part of the team regularly that would be on the level is the Bills game in 2019. And you all know how that kind of fizzled after the third quarter. So, yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be rocking and it's going to be cool to see MetLife Stadium like that. And uh, we'll see what it all leads to. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a great scene tonight at MetLife Stadium. One thing that is definitely in the Jets favor tonight is the fact that they appear to have just about as clean a bill of health as you could possibly want for this game. Nothing to worry about, right? I know that they've got some guys listed as questionable, but it appears they're going to play. Yeah, I mean, the, there was a late addition with Michael Carter, too, with an elbow thing, but Robert Sala said it was just like a reporting thing that they had to include it. The three guys were on the report all week, Mekhi Becton, Dwayne Brown, and Brees Hall. All three of them practiced fully on Friday. All three of them are listed as questionable, but... All three of them are playing unless something crazy happens between, uh, you know, kickoff and, and the start of the game. I don't know if I said Friday or Saturday, but the point was the last day of the injury report, the final injury report. Um, all three of them went full go. Becton on, on Friday, the second to last practice, was out with an illness. It also said knee on the injury report, but that was just because they were limiting him with his knee the first two days of practice. He would have been limited anyway with the knee thing. Anyway, he was full on on Saturday, so he's good to go. He's going to be starting a right tackle, and yeah, it's a, it's it's as good of an injury situation as you can have for the Jets. Obviously, they have two guys on IR and Yaboa and uh, and Carter Warren, but other than that, I mean, the fifty three man roster, good to go. Uh, and we're going to see the Jets at full strength on on Monday Night Football with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback against Josh Allen at the Bills. So yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. 
Eddie, some notable things were said this week, predominantly from the head coach, Robert Sella, and the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, but a couple of other guys talked the last couple of days. Brees Hall spoke, Dalvin Cook spoke. Talk a little bit about what we heard the last few days, and specifically what we heard from Robert Sala regarding the Dalvin Cook-Brees Hall combination, and what Nathaniel Hackett revealed about how the play-calling situation is going to work. Yeah, we'll start with those two things, with Brees and, and Dalvin. Sala said they had a plan for Brees Hall. He's not going to get into the specifics of the snap counts and stuff. It just sounds like they're going to be cautious and, and kind of see how he, where he's at and how he's doing. And I, my impression with Dalvin is that he's not going to be limited. Um, another interesting thing that Sala didn't really get into, but I think it's a possibility, a strong possibility is that we'll see Brees and Cook on the field at the same time. When Brees was asked about that, he, he admitted that he was kind of excited about that. So I thought, you know, that was interesting. Uh, Salah also said that the Jets became fully sold on Cook when, during the first visit, they kind of laid out the scenario. In the worst-case scenario, they, they laid it out to him, was like, Brees gets a hot hand and you're just on the sideline watching the whole time. Um, and he said when, you know, a few days later, that Cook's guys came back and said he wanted to sign with the team and he doesn't have any problem with that. He was like, that's what I knew, like, this guy gets it. And that everything he's done since he's been here has been... Um, you know, in service of that, I don't care about, you know, how many snaps I'm getting. I just care about us winning. So um, obviously it's easy to say before any games are played and we'll see how it all plays out. And we saw, we saw issues with, with that last year in terms of the Jets winning and somebody not being happy with the amount of snaps they were getting. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see how, how it works out. But it seems like they have a really good chemistry in that running back room. And you know, the, the, the room has a lot of confidence, just like seemingly every room in the Jets locker room or, the, or in the Jets position groups right now. Uh, when Brees Hall was asked about, you know, kind of what the combination of him and Dalvin Cook can be, he just says, oh, I think I'm not worried about that. We're, we're going to be probably the best duo in the league, just very, just very casually. So, um, I mean, I think that's not unrealistic. If, if, you know, we get Brees Hall looking like he did last year and Dalvin Cook, a guy who has... Um, you know, 1,100 plus yards in four straight years, and, and it's been the Pro Bowl in all those seasons. There's not going to be many teams that have uh, those two type of guys, and both guys who can also make plays as receivers out of the backfield. So, yeah, that that was definitely interesting, and I, and I think that's going to be one of the most fascinating things about this game. Um, I asked Nathaniel Hackett last week if he'd be. I'm sorry, I asked Robert Sala last week if Nathaniel Hackett would be up in the box or down on the sideline and Salah said that he's going to be on the sideline because that's where he's most comfortable uh, working with Rodgers and it's kind of similar to their relationship in Green Bay. The big difference this time around is that Hackett wasn't calling the, the plays in Green Bay. Ostensibly this time he will be calling the plays or he's going to be credited as the play caller. I think it's it's a pretty collaborative effort which they've admitted. I think you know Todd Downing is going to be up in the box kind of probably looking, maybe providing some options, and then Hackett's going to be relaying the options um, to Rodgers in the headset. And, um, you know, Hackett made a joke about, like, having you know, the, the tone he'll be talking to Rodgers uh, in the headset. They obviously have a chemistry, and, and he makes it fun for Rodgers. I think that's important. I mean, ultimately, I think Rodgers is going to have as much freedom as he wants at the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be his call on what he wants to run. And I don't, you know, 
people, if it doesn't work, people are going to criticize the hell out of the coaching staff and say, give them too much control. But um, I, you know, I think for this to work with Aaron Rodgers, he has to feel a whole lot of ownership within the offense. Uh, obviously, he didn't feel he had enough in Green Bay. Um, and at least for a while, if it doesn't work, then then maybe you start to reevaluate. But I, you know, I, I would put my trust in Aaron Rodgers if you're going to bring in a guy with that much experience and, and who's knows the game that well knows the kind of impact he does on his guys in the locker room and of course you you need to kind of hand him the keys so I, I wouldn't make a big deal out of that or freak out um it's just the way it kind of is gonna have to be and we're gonna see if it works together but the jets have the weapons uh there's some questions on the offensive line obviously but i think you know it's not like any other it's not much unlike any other team if you lose a starter or two on the offensive line, you're going to have problems, and the Jets are in that boat, and they have better depth than last year. Uh, and then finally, a couple other things that were interesting from the locker room. Thoss Gardner was asked about you know the lack of interceptions and and something that Robert Salas said to him on the sideline during one of those episodes of Hard Knocks. Like you got to turn those those pass breakups in, into interceptions, and you know some players wouldn't take that coaching point so kindly, but. Um, Sauce says he's that, that you know Salah is right and, and that he's going to work to do that. It's interesting though because you know Sauce led the NFL in pass breakups I think last year. Like, do you start risk risking maybe turning some of those pass breakups into you know completions by going for the interception? And that's something he's going to have to balance. But you know Sauce says that his goal this year is to dominate, and he knows that to do that he has to turn those pass breakups and interceptions. So we'll, we'll have to see how that works out. And it's going to be interesting. And then going to the other rookie of the year and the other side, Garrett Wilson, he talked about uh, the other day at practice, his relationship with Rogers and, and the comparisons that have been made to Devontae Adams. He was asked, how much tape are you watching of, you know, Adams during his time with Rogers? And he said, they go over that every day. And I thought that was, that was interesting. And, and they look at the offense, you know, for those two or three years, when Hackett was there with Rodgers in the two years that he won the MVP, and Adams was obviously a dominant force and the, the biggest weapon in that in that um, offense. And, you know, he said that he watched what Adams did. He watched, you know, how he operated and how the offense kind of like, it always looks the same to the defense, which is ideal, you know, from wide receiver standpoint. It's, it's, it just sets the wide receivers up to make plays and, it's like a perfect example of how it's supposed to be done. So he's been watching that and learning from it. And I thought that was fascinating. And, uh, you know, Rogers, obviously, you know, the, the, the comparisons at first between Williams, um, between Wilson and Adams were kind of at arm's length. And as we got deeper into, you know, OTAs and then into training camp, you started being like, I'm giving him the same, you know, freedoms that I gave Adams. It, it, it shows you how impressed Rogers is with, with Garrett Wilson and, and the potential he sees. So, uh, you know, as, again, if I was a Jets fan, I'd be pretty encouraged by that. And I think it would, it's pretty cool that Adams uh, or that Wilson is watching Adams tape. And maybe we'll see some, some of that similar stuff on, on Monday night against the Bills. The NFL is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers 
every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use the promo code PLAJ to sign up. New customers can take home 200 bucks in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code PLAJ only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, cdkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Andy, with all of that said, let's have some fun now and talk prop bets. And we will start with the overall game line. The Jets are two and a half point underdogs at home to the Buffalo Bills tonight. And the over under is 45.5. What do you think on these two? Yeah, I like the under. I think the Jets are going to win 21 to 17. So there's your answer on the game line. Uh, I would take the Jets. I think, you know, it's a good matchup for them. I think with all the emotion of being at home and and I think the defense is going to play well enough to, uh, you know, keep the Bills in check and, and, allow for any early struggles the Jets have on offense as they figure it out. Passing props. Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen are both over under 1.5 touchdowns. Passing yards, Aaron Rodgers over under 234.5. Josh Allen over under 252.5. And then combined passing and rushing yards, Rodgers over under 241.5. Josh Allen over under 294.5. What do you think? Yeah, I like... I like Rodgers is over for the touchdown. I'll go through Rodgers first. I like him as over 234. And the past rush yards, I like him. Yeah, I don't think he's going to have any rush yards. So I, I think it's going to be right around 250. I guess I'd take him over the 241.5. I think it's going to be right around 250. So that's with him. And then with, with Allen, I think he's going to run for a touchdown and throw one. So I go under on the 1.5 passing touchdowns um passing yards 252 i'm gonna say man that's right where i would have him as well i'm gonna say under and then obviously under on the uh on the both as well passing and rushing for allen finishing off the passing props completions allen and rogers are both over under 21.5 Pass attempts, Rodgers over under 33.5, Allen over under 34.5. Interceptions, both guys are over under 0.5. And then longest completion, Rodgers over under 35.5, Allen over under 36.5. I'm going to take Rodgers as over on completions, under on attempts. And Allen, I'm going to take under on completions and under on attempts. Um, I don't think there's going to be an interception in this game, so I'm taking them both on unders on the interceptions. And then 
both on over for longest completions. I think there'll be a couple long completions for both teams in this game. Rushing and receiving props. Rushing yards. Aaron Rodgers is over under 3.5. Brees Hall is over under 32.5. Dalvin Cook over under 44.5. Damian Harris over under 24.5. James Cook over under 43.5. Josh Allen over under 37.5. Are there any that you like there in terms of the over under? I like Brees over. I like Aaron Rodgers under. Um, those are the ones that, that jumped out at me at first. I also like Cook over, to be honest with you. I think he's going to get a heavy workload this this uh, during week one. So, yeah, those those are the ones that jumped out at me. I actually like Rodgers for the over there. 3.5 yards doesn't seem like much. I don't think he's going right. to be out there getting Josh Allen rushing yards, but I don't think 3.5 is too much to ask. Receiving yards. Alan Lazard over under 36.5. Brees Hall over under 11.5. Dalton Kincaid over under 27.5. Dalvin Cook over under 11.5. Damian Harris over under 5.5. Deontay Hardy over under 18.5. Gabe Davis over under 46.5. Garrett Wilson over under 68.5. James Cook over under 14.5. Stefan Diggs over under 71.5. Tyler Conklin over under 23.5. What do you think on this one, Andy? Anyone you like specifically? I kind of like Tyler Conklin, to be honest. 23. 3.5. That's a low number. I could definitely see Rodgers hitting him once or twice and outpacing that number. Yeah, I like him. I uh, like that was the first one that jumped out at me. I think you know, I would stay away from from Diggs cuz just one play you know, he's capable of one big play and the Jets may I think the Jets are going to play him really well, but but he's always risky for that one big play. Um I, I like I like Garrett Wilson to go over that number. And, man, I like both Brees Hall and especially Dalvin Cook to go over 11.5. Everything else I'd stay away from. Receptions. Alan Lazard over under 3.5. Brees Hall over under 1.5. Dalton Kincaid over under 2.5. Dalvin Cook over under 1.5. Damian Harris over under 1.5. Deontay Hardy over under 1.5. Gabe Davis over under 3.5. Garrett Wilson over under 5.5. James Cook over under 2.5. Stefan Diggs over under 5.5. Tyler Conklin over under 2.5. The two that stand out to me here, Andy, are Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall. I think I'd take them both. I've talked about this a lot. Aaron Rodgers likes to throw short precision passes. He completed 60% of his passes last year to running backs. 1.5 is a very low number. I think both of those guys will go over 1.5. So if I were to pick anybody on this list, those two guys would be the ones I'd pick. I like those two guys. I also like Conklin again at two point five. That's that's that could very easily happen in the first half um, because he just if he when Rogers sees stuff at the line of scrimmage, he's gonna get rid of the ball quickly. And, and we saw a lot during training camp him and Conklin kind of building on that. So I, I really like Conklin this year as a whole. Just. There, I would, I would go under on the three point five for Gabe Davis, as well. That's the other one on this list that jumps out at me. Rushing attempts: Dalvin Cook over under eleven point five, Damian Harris over under five point five, James Cook over under ten point five, Josh Allen over under six point five. Interesting that there's no line for Brees Hall here, but Dalvin Cook at eleven point five. That's a healthy number of rushes. I like Dalvin Cook over eleven point five rushes. Um, 
Yeah, it's. I mean, those are those are interesting. I think it's interesting there isn't a number for Brees Hall there. Uh, Six point five for Josh Allen. I I think I like over. I think you know he hasn't had a lot of success against the Jets lately, and I think a big reason is because of what they've been doing. You know, last last year what they were able to do in the secondary and take away the deep ball, and I think for him to to get it done. He's going to have to use his legs more against the Jets than he wants to. So, um, I like I like him over six point five, and I'm I'm not I don't know enough about the Bills to give you, you know the the run the running back numbers on those. But I, I do like Cook. You know I think there's going to be, you know somewhere around twenty to twenty five carries for the Jets in this game. You know I think Hall's going to have around five. I think Cook's going to have around twelve to fifteen. Um, and Michael Carter will have the rest with maybe one or two mixed in from Izzy. So I think 11.5 is a, is a is about where it should be, but I like the over. I think, you know, if Cook gets it going, they're going to, you know, if Brees Hall gets it going, they're going to have to be mindful of, you know, how much they want him on the field. If Cook gets it going, he's going to keep the ball. Longest rush, Brees Hall over under 12.5, Dalvin Cook over under 13.5, Damian Harris over under 9.5, James Cook over under 12.5, Josh Allen over under 13.5. Yeah, out of all of those, I think the safest one is Josh Allen over. Just because, you know, it's we, we haven't seen any of uh, Brees and Dalvin. The Jets have a pretty stout run defense. But Allen is such a dangerous guy to get out and get loose, and and I think he's going to have to improvise. So I, I just think all it takes is for him to break one tackle, and he's running for 15 yards. So I, I also like that. Longest reception, Allen Lazard over under 17.5, Brees Hall over under 8.5, Dalton Kincaid over under 14.5, Dalvin Cook over under 8.5, Deontay Hardy over under 13.5, Gabe Davis over under 20.5, Garrett Wilson over under 23.5, James Cook over under 9.5, Stefan Diggs over under 23.5, Tyler Conklin over under 13.5. Andy, I'm going to be a broken record here, and I suspect you might be too. I like both of the running backs here for the Jets, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. All it's going to take is one play where they're able to pick up a first down on a reception and they would get over the 8.5, and I think they can both do it. I think, yeah, I think both of those are good good bets. I think it really isn't that hard for Garrett Wilson to get 20, 24 yards either. Um, and, you know, I just think if Garrett Wilson catches you know, the way we've seen Rodgers, unless it's in the red zone, you know, uh, he's getting him. It's, he's getting the ball out there about 20 yards when he's throwing to Garrett Wilson on his balls and, you know, it's just, it's just you, you could just see it very easily happening where Garrett Wilson, you know, runs something near the sideline and, and pops open for a second and Rodgers finds him and then he just kind of slips a tackle. It, it's very easy for Garrett Wilson to do that. So I just like – I know there's going to be a lot of focus on him and and, his, and the Bills have good safety, so it kind of makes it hard to, to take any Jets player over 20 yards. But I just – I don't think it's that hard for Garrett Wilson to get that much on a play. So I, I don't know. I just when I'm looking at that, that's my instinct. Rushing and receiving yards combined. Alan Lazard, thirty-seven point five, Brees Hall, forty-nine point five, Dalvin Cook, fifty-eight point five, Damian Harris, thirty-three point five, Deontay Hardy, twenty-one point five, Gabe Davis, forty-six point five, James Cook, sixty-two point five, Stefan Diggs, seventy-one point five. 
The one that stands out to me here is Brees Hall. I think he can definitely get over 49.5 all-purpose yards in this game. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, in the three games before he got hurt, he was averaging like 129 or 130. It was 132. So, um, I mean, even if he's at 50%, that's that's still more than the number for the game. So, yeah, I, I like that. I think that's the best one. And, you know, so many of those others, especially any of the ones involving receivers, are really, really hard to predict, and I would stay away from them. Defense and special teams props. Sacks, Greg Rousseau over under .75. Leonard Floyd over under .75. Matt Milano over under .25. I would take Milano. They're going to they're gonna blitz him at some point. He could get a half sack. Tackles and assists. Jordan Poyer over under 4.5. Matt Milano over under 7.5. Terrell Bernard over under 5.5. The one that stands out to me here is Milano. He's one of the best players in the league, a tackle machine. I think he'll get over the 7.5. Same. And I think the Jets, with them running so much quick stuff, it it definitely, like, you know, factors or, or it's an advantage for him or it plays, you know, for him having that kind of an impact. Kicking props, Greg Zerline and Tyler Bass, both over under 1.5 field goals made. Zerline and Bass over under for points scored is 6.5. And for points after touchdown, Zerline is over under 1.5. Tyler Bass over under 2.5. Zerline over on the points after touchdown. I mean, I guess if I'm taking 21-17, I'd have him under on the... Um, other one on the field goal one, but I mean, I think that's a fair, that that's a toss up because they, you know, they could score two touchdowns and, and have two field goals and, and win the game basically the same way. So, um, and I don't think Bass is going to, I would take the under on him. I think the bills are, you know, they're either going to be, if they're in that range, I, I think they're going to be going for it with Allen. If it's anything on, you know, fourth and, and inside of five. So, um, yeah, I like what I just said. I would take the over for Zerline, under for Bass. Andy, final category, anytime touchdown. So I'm just going to read off the list of all the players and their odds to score a touchdown in this game, and then you tell me which ones you like. As I go along, I'll throw out the ones that I like, and I tend to lean towards the guys where I think the odds values are good not necessarily yeah. the ones that are most likely because obviously at the top of this list is Stephon Diggs at plus 115. I wouldn't bet him because I don't like those odds. Garrett Wilson plus yeah. 145. Delvin Cook plus 150. James Cook plus 180. Josh Allen plus 185. Brees Hall plus 195. Damian Harris plus 235. Gabe Davis plus 280. Alan Lazard plus 290. Dalton Kincaid plus 295. Dawson Knox plus 340. I like that one. Dawson Knox has done well in these games against the Jets and Alt would take as a fade in the end zone. So that one, the juice is good. And I like the juice on Tyler Conklin as well at plus 425. CJ Ozama is plus 450. Mecole Hardman at plus 500. I really like that one too. Michael Carter plus 425. Randall Cobb plus 475. Aaron Rodgers plus 650. Trent Sherfield plus 650. Jets defense special teams plus 650. Deontay Hardy plus 700. Khalil Shakir plus 750 Buffalo Bills defense and special teams plus 750 Latavius Murray plus 950 Izzy Abanacanda plus 2500 Irv Charles plus 2200 Jeremy Ruckert plus 2500 Jeremy Jeremy Ruckert 
I, I think that's a good one. I mean, he has been involved with those with the three tight ends. As a, a third tight end, he's been heavily involved. He was a red zone machine at Ohio State. I think he's going to actually contribute this year. I, that is a crazy good number. I mean, it's not. I would say it's likely to happen in the game, but that is a crazy good. Sorry, I had. I mean, and I liked. Uh, I like Conklin as well, and I like. You know, Irv Charles is going to play. It's just going to be all on special teams, so it would have to be a, that kind of a penalty. But uh, yeah, the best one. I mean, Rucker. I was waiting for Rucker. I was wondering if he was going to make the list, so I would be all over that. And just to round out the list, Reggie Gilliam at plus 2,200, Quentin Morris at plus 2,500, no touchdowns scored at all, plus 10,000, Xavier Gibson plus 10,000, Jason Brownlee plus 10,000, and Nick Bodden plus 15,000. So those are some long odds for those guys. That's interesting because Gibson could, I don't think he'll be the kickoff returner or the pump. He could be the kickoff returner or the pump returner. It's not crazy and also gibson could man i just have this feeling that gibson is gonna play and he's i I could be totally wrong about this but i have a feeling the kid's gonna play maybe wait until after inactives i don't think maybe the numbers won't be that good but man like and ruckert i mean not ruckert uh bottom's been involved with the offense and he could play as well and, and and you know that's a crazy high number so brownlee i don't think he's gonna be active so but but I think you know there's a very good chance that Gibson's active and uh, you know Bowden is active and I again those are numbers that those are crazy numbers so you know that's just me so I, yeah I know those are at the bottom those are unlikely numbers but yeah those are the ones that jump out at me. Andy Vasquez covering the Jets for NJ.com. Thanks so much for coming on. And talking Jets Bills as we get ready for the game later today. Hopefully, some of our predictions on the prop bets help people make a few bucks. Really appreciate you coming on. We will talk again later in the week. In the meantime, make sure you check out everything Andy is doing over at NJ.com. Check out everything we've got going on at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Some awesome All 22 breakdowns up there. So make sure you watch those and subscribe to our channel, YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store. Tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you. Thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. Tpublic.com. It's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.